Well, I'm really excited to be joined by Alexander Vukic, a player from Australia. Thank you so much for joining us on ATP Radio. No worries. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so we were just chatting a little bit off air, and I was fascinated as I was reading about your story, just your upbringing and where you came from. You now represent Australia, but just tell us a little bit about your background, your parents' background. Yeah, I mean, so there, um, my dad's originally from Montenegro, and my mom's from Bosnia, and um, they, you know, they got caught up in, in the war, the civil war that was happening over there. And, you know, they were very fortunate to have escaped it. You know, my dad, you know, he, he I remember him telling me stories where he, uh, you know, he was hearing shots fired outside and um, just of his house and him and my mum and my, my older brother, who was like two years old at that time, you know, they were there and they managed to flee. And uh, my, you know, my, my, my mum and brother got on board one plane because they were carrying the the mums and, ch- and children but the dads had to stay and, and fight so um you know my dad stayed and he was able to kind of leave and leave and escape and they they met up later and um you know they're both engineers so they got the visa to come to australia and then i was born in australia so you know it's i have that i have that background in me but you know i was born and raised in australia so it's for me to represent my my country it, yeah. Is, yeah, it is special yeah it's how much later was your dad able to come do you remember after the war, yeah. I think it was like two years. Two years later. Two years so later. So they, so they were they were working for two years um, and just waiting. You know, literally just working and just waiting to get that approval yeah. from Australia. And, and and they were they were so happy. They were so happy to get I it. I can't even imagine yeah. that moment. So, do you guys talk about a lot of stories that your parents went through growing up in that region of the world? A little bit, but I think I think a lot of it is you know it's not a it's not very glamorous like it's not like and and you know they're trying to just build a better life which they have you know for me my brother so so a lot of it is they know how how bad it can get over there so they do you know they do bring it up when if we'd start complaining a little bit you know (laughs) and be like geez you guys got it easy um but for the most part they we we all try to live in the moment and 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 realize how fortunate we are yeah yeah and and then i mean that's incredible and that's uh, awesome for your parents and for you guys to be able to represent australia now and be there yeah for you growing up there um i know you played football and tennis um how did it come about that you basically solely focused on tennis well because i was doing both and then i started missing like football practice and my uh i had to make a choice this was when i was around 12 and I was definitely better in tennis than I was in football. And, you know, my dad was always like, team sports are great. But he, you know, with tennis, you can kind of make your own destiny in a way. Like, there's no polit- there's not as much politics involved, basically. Um, if you're good, you're good. You make results. In team sports, you have to get selected a little more. It's about who likes you, who doesn't like you. So I think it was more that individual part that... Um, and plus, I was just better. I was just better in tennis, yeah. So it was a no-brainer. And and for you to like, I know, I know as you continue through the tennis, I also read that you went to Spain to train for a little bit, left Australia through until you were seventeen. Yeah, think seventeen. It was. Yeah, is that right? Yeah. How was how was that experience for you? Going to Spain was very. Or how did that decision come about? First of all, yeah. Well, so I finished high school when I was seventeen, basically uh, seventeen and a half, um, and then. You know, I enrolled in into Sydney Uni, um, uh, and you know, kind of deferred it. So there's this option of just like you can defer for up to like a few years. So I was going to try pro tennis, see how it goes. Worst case scenario, come back to Sydney Uni. And I remember 
I think it was I was there for like two three months and then I just I just felt like it was so much because I did full time school so I was just like I was not ready for five six hours of training a day and, and definitely got burnt out around March April so like a few months in and, and really started looking to college I, I honestly think if, if I didn't go to college I probably would have just just quit um, I just wasn't I just wasn't enjoying it you know I was yeah. just like why would I do this I really don't like it um, it's just too much what was it about it that you didn't like it was just being being alone um, okay. in it was the first time I really left for a significant period and felt like uh, you know, it just depends on, on the setup. I didn't, I didn't really have too many close friends um, in 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 the academy there because academy sometimes you can get a bunch bunch of different mix of people, you know. And um, it was just a bit, it was just a bit too in, too intense for me coming because I actually did enjoy school, so I did enjoy everything about it, just hanging out with mates or you know even class. It was it wasn't that bad. So um, going. Going from that to just full-time tennis, I, I didn't, I didn't deal with well. So I think college was just a great in-between, to be honest, and just helped me mature. And and yeah, I mean, definitely still trained five, six hours, but I had a team and, and the studying, and, and that helped so much. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say, I mean, to be able to be in a team with your mates that you said that was so crucial for you. But you also said college helped you improve a lot, specifically in your tennis. So how did you get past that burnt out phase when you decided to go to college? I, I, uh, I basically... Still a lot of hours on the court in college. It, it was, but a, a bit of it was, um, you know, I, I got to college and I was trying to kind of... I was trying to kind of prove a point because a lot of people were saying, if you go to college, you're, you're done with tennis. So I had that in the back of my mind, and, and I was kind of looking like at stuff. Like done with pro, you mean? Done or? with pro tennis. Okay. Done with pro tennis. And, and I was looking at just people that have made it through college and just kind of people that have made it not through college. And I was like, oh, it's pretty similar, like, in terms of, like, unless you're, you know, one of those talents that are unreal. Right. It's pretty similar in terms of the success rate. So I was trying to prove a point and trying to be like, okay, I, I do believe that college is the right way. So I was putting in so many hours and I was very determined my first year especially. Um, and it's just so much easier because you got coaches that, I was very fortunate to have coaches that very, like that cared about me and teammates that were very professional and just very, just it was just a great environment to be around. So um, it was very easy for me. I quickly wasn't burnt out and just wanted more to be honest. So. Um, I also had the option of, you know, leaving instead of staying the four years, but I, uh, I wanted my degree as well, so I stayed for the finance degree purely my last year. Um, and, yeah, you had a I, finance degree, is that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I, yeah, I loved yeah, every minute of it. Yeah. yeah. And so who was it that, when you looked back at um, the success rate of those that went to college and didn't go to college, who was it that inspired you, you feel like, that had gone the college route? It wasn't. It wasn't one one person in particular. I mean, my college we had the likes of Kevin Anderson, Rajiv Ram, and Amir Delish that have come through and, and cracked that top hundred. Um, but it was more so just for me. It was kind of looking at the guys that really made you know top two hundred, and I felt like that was once you get in that bracket, then it's kind of like okay, now it's up to you. Now it's like, do you want to? How, how good do you want to be and I feel like college was such a good path I saw so many people get into that top 200 and so I was just like God, oh, this is a no brainer you know if I can get to that level then it's up to me to, to kind of do the rest and I'm kind of at that stage so yeah and now that you're here on, on the pro tour and you've obviously transitioned to the pro level 
do you are you happy when you walk around these events knowing that you have that college degree under your belt does that make you feel more secure in some way or oh so so much happier yeah. i think if i didn't go and i was walking around i'd yeah i just i don't know if i'd be regretful that i didn't go or um i just feel very at ease basically mm-hmm. yeah. um and just like i know that i'm just going to give it my best here but you know after after tennis i, I do have you know something to fall back on and um i'm not really stressed at all and just kind of trying to enjoy it yeah. basically yeah I know before you went to college, um, you said, you know, you felt very lonely when you're out there five or six hours a day and college, you got that team, but now back on the tour, it is on your own again. So how do you view it differently now being on your own? I I know you mentioned also that you're, you know, camaraderie with a lot of some of the other Aussies. Is is that something that helps or how have you been able to transition that mindset? For sure. It, It is, I think it just comes with maturity. The, it's just it's such a strange sport because you know like your competitors are, are your mates as well so it's 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 one of the you see the same guys every week that you could face so it's it's kind of managing it's kind of managing all that um, but I do think you need the right team around you I think I you know uh, I've been working recently with uh, Jay Gooding that's helped me a lot and um, you know both me and Alex Bolt are are working with him and then I still got my college coaches from back home that I talk to almost on a daily basis plus still my college mates and um, all the people from back home and then you know I do get along best with with the Aussies and the guys that really went to college I'd say Um, so it's kind of it's kind of managing managing everything but it is it's still not easy at times but it is way easier when I know I have that you know that team around me and you, you you really just need a few close people to be honest and that's about it and then everyone else is is great but it's just there's few people that you trust and if you have those that's that's for me that's that's all I need really and then specifically I, I actually spoke to Jay a little bit earlier oh, yeah. today about you yeah. and um, and about Alex of course but yeah. um, I know you're traveling without a coach for a little bit yeah. how how has having Jay around here helped you and talking to your college coach pretty oh, often? So, so much I think it's just you know, well, firstly, when I when I left college, you know, I was still 400, so I didn't really have the finances to to you know get a coach, and maybe I was a bit hesitant to take the risk on myself, take the you know the investment on myself. Um, but I think I've gone to a stage where it's kind of like, you know, it, it is it is time to 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 do it, um, and it it is just a big help. Um, I am pretty independent as as it is, but I think even with having a coach someone like Jay is just like someone that you, know, you trust someone that you can talk to even if it's just like the five ten minutes before a match or just you know at dinner you just you just challenge uh, you just it makes that big of a difference and to be more comfortable from day to day um, and I do think it makes a big difference but there has to be a lot of trust I think and and there definitely is and then I, I know also you've dealt with some injuries recently I I think just your thoughts on coming back from the injuries and how you manage the fitness and your body. What do you work on? What do you feel like are your big, biggest strengths and what do you feel like are your goals to work on to sustain that level? These injuries, they just come at... They usually come at the worst times, to be honest, yeah. <laughs> they never come at good times, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's, it's kind of one of those things where, you know, it all. I remember it all started when I started getting a bit of rhythm and, you know, I was in the quarters of a challenge and... 
I just couldn't play. I just I just played to play, and um, so it got to the stage where I was hurt, but. You know, I didn't really have any place to go in Europe, so I was kind of literally would go to the next tournament just to see if I could play and maybe, uh, you know, just just to to be somewhere and potentially train and, and stuff like that. So the, the the injuries were they'd always be like a few weeks, and then I'd get back and then something else would happen or it would be it would be, it would be an on and off thing. Um, but. Uh, one thing that that really helped was, um, you know, I'm still talking to my fitness and physio from from back home in in Sydney, um, and they and they helped a lot as much as you can from from abroad. Um, and I went back to actually my college um, right after I got COVID because I got COVID before US Open. Um, oh, that's rough. Um, and it was did that w- affect? Yeah, how did that affect you? Well, it was the week before US Open, so okay. the timing was the worst. So I couldn't play US Open. Oh no! Um, and you know, I felt bad for like four or five days. Thought I had like heat heat exhaustion. I'm sorry was, like, to similar. hear that. Oh yeah. no, it's all right. Like yeah. honestly, I wasn't bummed that I got it. It was just the timing of right. it. You know, yeah. that was the worst. But um, that was after my I was in Europe for almost six months, and I was kind of burnt out from the Europe, the clay, where I don't usually play that much. And um, I think getting the COVID and then I went back to my college, spent two weeks there and it kind of refreshed me um, just being back in almost my second home. Um, That's at University of Illinois, right? University of Illinois, yeah. And so being back there with the coaches and with the team over there just kind of refreshed me. And um, yeah, I feel really good right now, yeah. And just specifically talking about your tennis, because qualified for your first Masters event, what do you feel like you've done well here or in the last month, two months? Yeah, I think it's been more of a gradual thing because I, I have played a lot of matches. I've made two semis of the challenges, so I have a lot of matches under my belt, um, and I feel like I'm just getting better with each match. But it's one of those things where I'm not really focusing on specifically how I'm playing in a match it's more just I'm, I'm trying to win and try to figure out how to win when I'm on court and when I'm off court like today I'll, I'll work on specifics with, with Jay and, um, but when I'm on the court I'm really just trying to compete and, and just try to have the opponent feel my presence from the beginning to the end and that's yeah. all you can do I can't control if I really win because tennis is so unpredictable but the one thing that I can control is how I compete so I've been really trying to do that and you know right now it's been paying off and i see myself getting better so i'm gonna try to do this for as long as i can yeah yeah and then if, as far as travel because i know you're saying you know you're bouncing from one tournament to the next to the next to the next australia the australians on the road i mean it's just amazing how long you guys have to stay on the road is that is that challenging especially when you go back i think you still have to quarantine right when you yeah. go back yeah so you've been on the road for how long now since maybe like third of march or something like that yeah i mean how how difficult is that how challenging is that extremely extremely uh extremely Uh, i think i think like i said i'm very fortunate that i did go back to champagne university of illinois because that has refreshed me but i think for a lot of the aussies that don't have a, a base that's not in australia is it's extremely difficult um you know i was i was like that when i was in europe and i couldn't come to the u.s um, and it's just not a nice feeling. You just you just feel uncomfortable the whole time because you don't feel like you can just, you know, like after the tournament, just go somewhere and just relax mm. for like a day or two. Right. You're always on edge, you know, because you never feel like, yeah. you know, that you can just go somewhere and you just 
you just do nothing, you know, yeah. and just and just and just feel good about it. So it is. I, I really, you know, empathise with a lot of the Aussies this year, um, and I'm hoping they've already started doing home isolation for Sydney. So uh, I'm hoping by next year. What it's does that mean, be, home isolation? So you just, just have to do seven days of seven days, yeah, okay. seven days of uh, home quarantine, okay. instead of fourteen days of hotel quarantine. Got it. Okay. Um, which is way easier. Right. Um, so I'm hoping by next year it'll be a bit more like that, right. where everyone can just come home and home isolate and. Um, because I don't know if people will be able to do this again. Yeah. yeah. I mean, do you guys talk about that amongst your, amongst yourselves? Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. So do you guys help each other um, yeah. on the road? It's just one of those things where you're just checking up on people. Okay. You know, because it is so yeah. easy, especially if you start losing, to just be like, just be like, hey, you're right. doing all right. You know, and it's just like, just trying to have someone there, even though, you know, everyone's pretty focused. We all, we're all athletes here. You know, everyone's pretty driven. Everyone's pretty focused. But I think it's just the occasional just... You know, check up. It, it does. It does help for right. sure. Yeah. Well, I know you're strong. You can. You can, yeah. you can handle it. Um, well, I mean, it's it's been such a joy to talk to you, and like I said, I love your backstory. It's yeah, been great thanks. to get to know you a little bit more. And awesome job here, and I hope you still go strong. So thanks for joining us, and best of luck. Thanks, Jill. Appreciate it.